Good evening, and welcome to another edition of No Lice Paranormal Podcast, where three nerdy paranormal investigators research spooky stories on the web and then discuss them in a pod- podcast form. My name is Joe. I'm the lead investigator. My name is Teresa, and I'm research. I am your diviner of digital, your tech wizard, Alex. You've used that one. That was disappointing. Yes. Did I? You yeah, have. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So we have just a couple of announcements to get through before we begin with our stories. Uh, we first wanted to say um, Madison Seminary. Ooh, doggy. Holy crap. That was the most amazing. That was Thursday night for us. Um, so, yeah. Oh, my God. It was amazing. It was a beautiful, beautiful building. The restoration process is well underway, and I hope that uh, it can continue. Oh, yes. But they need your donations. Historic buildings need our donations, folks, or else they just crumble and fall apart. But thank you so much to Shelly and the entire team at Madison Seminary. We are so incredibly grateful that you shared your building with us, and we caught some amazing stuff so far. And I'm only about six hours into the research. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Review. There Review. you go. Yeah. I, so yeah. My mine mysteriously got deleted, which leads further credence into what we caught. But also, your boy got pushed, so that's something yeah. to go with, and I'll reveal that now. But yeah, it was a great, great hunt great exploration of the old building it was gorgeous inside and out very very clean and safe building and it's they're doing a beautiful job of restoring it i I say uh general consensus uh we'll see you again yeah 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 madison i'm coming back (laughs) also we wanted to once again congratulate jordan who was the winner of our raffle that got to go with us and last night we learned that it was actually jordan's not just first overnight investigation but first investigation, period. Yeah. And it was absolutely magical. So I am so grateful to Madison for giving her such an amazing experience as well. Shelly, was that her name? Yeah, Shelly at Madison, yes. yep. Yeah, thank you very much for letting us come into your beautiful building. It was awesome all around. We loved it. Thank you very much. Super, super loved it. It was awesome. So yes, tonight, let's get into the stories. We have gone with Haunted Objects. I also want to say, as she said, she's only reviewed six hours of things so far. Uh, Be watching the Facebook page. Uh, Yeah. We'll be posting some things there. Six hours of audio, and I already have been like, what the fuck is that? Like, 20 times. Yeah, that whole building is like that. So if yeah. you get a chance to go investigate, they have open investigations, go do it, please. And, and again, all the money that you pay to go to investigate uh, goes right back into the kitty to help fund that building's uh, repair and, and restoration. So please, please throw your money at a great cause and get an awesome frigging night while you're at it. So, yeah. yeah. So, with that aside, let's jump into it. Yeah. All right, haunted objects. Yay! Who wants to start? Dun, dun, dun. Blah, blah, blah. Ah, well, I mean, I'll go first. I sure. normally do anyway, so yeah, let's let, do it. Let, let's let me go first. So, into the story we go. We've all heard stories about why we shouldn't go into dark places in the woods, correct? Oh, and we've lived yes. it. And we don't pay attention to it anyways. Yeah. So, Fair yes, there may be home to they may be home to wild animals, but also be careful what you bring out of the woods as well. Two hikers in the Catskill, Catskills, New York. The yeah, little yeah, thing yeah the there, Catskills is, is uh, uh, well known. Huh? Discovered an artifact in a cave, and its dark wood is roughly hewn into a shape of a person bearing three nails in each of its eyes and a tiny nose looped around its neck. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. 
And you leave that there. You just don't touch it. You just, yeah. You just leave it. Yeah, why, go, would, why would you take that? We, <laughs> we go places we're not supposed to get. You know, they tell us to stay out of the woods, but uh, we don't. We don't. No. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, these hikers did not pay attention to that. Took it. After the hikers took uh, it home, strong poltergeist activity began. Their possessions were moved around, sinks randomly turned on, and more. The stench of a stagnant pond water filled their apartment, and they noticed unexplained wet footprints all around the house. The two finally decided to get rid of it when they came home Came home <coughs> one evening to find a full-bodied apparition of a drenched, naked old woman standing in their living room looking back at them. Yeah, that to me is a bit old. Nope. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what they did. They turned around and left, they left their apartment. Yep. Bye-bye. However, how they got rid of it was they gave it to Dan, Dana, Dana and Craig Newkirk. Yes, and the Newkirks are well known for... Uh, Sort of collecting the, yes. the, the haunted They also run the Traveling Museum of the Paranormal and the Occult. Yes. So they recruited this crone, is what they're calling it. The Catskills crone is what they're calling yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they noticed the phenomena happening in their own home thereafter. Uh, what, for, what footprint showed up around the house? A crucifix that hung on the wall above, the, above where the crone was placed had its plastic Jesus ripped from the base mm-hmm. without the crucifix falling from the wall. And after being unveiled at the museum, and this is what really caught my eye because... This is something. Uh, After being unveiled during one of the museum showing, a woman nearby dropped her drink on a table full of books. The lights began flickering, and a man nearby had a powerful seizure that caused him to bite his own lip. Two men who mocked the crone at the museum earlier came within inches of their lives when their car lost control and skidded into oncoming traffic. They told Dan and Craig, who then investigated it the next day, that they had resumed ridiculing the crone right before that happened. <laughs> so, with all that happening, I don't know if that was just in one day or spread out across when they had it out, uh, Dan and Craig took it out of their museum. They have it locked up in the basement and they don't display it anymore because of that and they actually said that they have plans of taking a crone back to where they found it. Yeah, they, Because that's yeah. what they feel that it wants. They, they, they were planning on potential... Well, a little more to that story that I'm, I'm familiar with is that they actually tried to hold a bit of a, a sort of a mm-hmm. ritual mm-hmm. to and like pull the nails out and bind the effigy. So what it is, it's, it's like, you. I want to say it's like, what, five or six inches tall? And it's just a little wooden effigy of a person. Yeah, they have a picture of it, which I could send a link to these guys so we can post on our Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, this time I will actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they were they were pulling the nails from its eyes and trying to yes. break the curse that it holds and... That did absolutely jack shit. Nothing. Yeah. You know what you don't do? You don't mess with the Baba Yaga. That's right. Remember her. Leave well, the Baba Yaga right where you found her. Where did... They actually have... I guess they unveiled this, these new Kirks. I guess mm-hmm. they're unveiling a new trailer. A new movie about it called The Unbinding. Yes. Nice. And it's on YouTube. It's a teaser trailer, but you can find it on YouTube. So, um, look forward to that. Yeah. The, it, 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 the picture, it's... Like, I want to talk to the original hikers and find out why they decided to take it, because the thing looks freaky as shit. It like, really does. why would you decide to take that? I know. <laughs> this thing has nails in its head. What are you doing? Yeah, literally, and a noose around its neck. It's like the epitome <laughs> of, like, a shitty voodoo doll that you just don't want to fuck with. Yeah, listen, who above the age of 12 doesn't know the basic gist of what a voodoo doll looks exactly. like? Exactly. Right, and right. while this is not a traditional voodoo voodoo doll, yes. it is similar. You know and what? I'm going to say this. I'm sorry, New York, but 
that's why you're New Yorkers and not from the Appalachia. That's right. Funny that you say that because this leads me into something because I know you're going to ask for it later. But since it's my pick next week, I'm invoking the thing that we kind of all talked about. And we're going to be specific to a certain state. I'm choosing New York. Yeah. We're going to find spooky stories that happen in New York, whether it be artifacts, places, poltergeist, whatever. Any spooky story you can find in New York. Okay, so so, so you're saying it's time to start our state world tour? Yes. Yep. This is what like we it. have been talking about is doing literally a, a, a we're going to start yep. in the U.S. because that's just the easiest way to do it. And that's kind of what I was going with. That was yes. my segue into what we, I was thinking. We will eventually get to every single state, but yep. we will start... Okay, with New, New York. York this so next week. All you sweet listeners that I see listening to us from all over the U.S., uh, we will get to 300 places in your state at some point. Promise. Yes, and the reason why I chose New York first is because as I was looking this up, all the haunted artifacts I found seeming to come from New York. Right. I don't know why, but well, it's New York. that kind of started it, my process in the thinking of it because what I wanted to do was start with the original, if we're going with America first, start with the original... 13. New York was originally the capital. Boom. Exactly. We'll start there because there's a lot of history because, as we know, the line's still in all different place. Exactly. Yes. But yeah, no, I wanted to talk about that story first and foremost because it was just. It's a neat story. Did you read um, the? So they did a documentary as well about mm -hmm. that that particular story. And did you did you watch the portion about? Um, they actually took this thing and they traveled down into, I believe it was the lower parts of Kentucky. Yeah. And they were, yeah. What, yeah. So, yeah, tell they me were. about that. Well, I didn't read it. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, so they went down there into this, this little town where these two hiker guys that originally found this thing were from. And they were trying to just get more information, like where exactly did you find it, blah, blah, blah. What does this thing have to do with? Um, and, and this whole town basically just like shunned them and blocked them out completely and would not tell them shit. Yeah, because um, yeah. I tried to look up backstory on this and there isn't any. Oh yeah, oh it's yeah. It's just that, and I saw that but then I got busy doing something else and did Yeah, the Newkirks I didn't feel like I was hurt enough to put down, but yes. No, I totally get that. Yeah, the Newkirks themselves did a little documentary yeah. about it and released it yeah. on Discovery. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's no there's nothing on mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. it was just like it appeared out of nowhere yeah i don't think that they have any idea now even no. more than they did then no it, it's literally just an object that appeared out of nowhere so i wonder is there any updates about whether or not they actually took it back to the catskills yet guess uh, we'll have to watch the movie to find out yeah right i they didn't say anything about that they've taken it back yet so they probably if they did they did it in the movie that they're going to be coming out with I'm, interesting I'm, it's fair to assume that so awesome. the lack of backstory conversation coming out of Kentucky and the shunning uh, I can attest to and yeah. I am very familiar with the hills of Kentucky my grandparents mm. are from there and yeah. if there's any rule number one that I can tell you about the Appalachia is if you think you heard it you think you saw it you didn't, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and if you're especially if you're a stranger coming in there talking about these types of myths and legends right. they're not going to talk to you, you about you it because us. That, yeah. let alone the fact that yeah. they, they don't, don't talk wanna, about it anyway. They, yeah. they, if they, I guess it's it's kind of a, <laughs> it's not really a myth. I guess it's a real thing, in my opinion. Well, it, you talk about it, you draw it to you. Again, it, it full circle here. It kind of leads into why I chose the New York side mm -hmm. of it and staying with it, and it also goes full circle to what we've been saying. Yeah, if you talk about it enough, it might bring it into being. We've said and, that previous uh, times uh, on each one of our episodes and of the podcast that it wrong. happens. It, it could actually bring something into being. So just shut up. Exactly. Uh, 
But yeah, no, it, it, it it's an interesting read. Definitely it's go read. Uh, you can find out the trailer on YouTube. I'm not going to post the link for it or give it out. But yeah, you can actually go find. It's called the Unbinding. Mm-hmm. You can actually mm-hmm. find it on YouTube. It's on there right now. So yeah, definitely go check it out. I'm pretty sure that they would appreciate the looks and views. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, definitely go ahead. And I actually want to check out that museum. I think that'd be <laughs> yeah. a cool road trip. We'll have to watch our, you said it was a traveling one. They might do yeah. like the uh, oddities mall and whatnot. Well, well the also... original article that I found was from Cincinnati. So I don't know if they move around or if it's yeah. just so they there. actually have um, they actually have a bit of a museum in their home as well. It's yeah. Um, it, yeah, they okay, so there are certain certain famous paranormal folks who have things who they build collections of haunted objects we are well aware of this but the new kirks generally tend to take on things of a dark nature yeah yeah, yeah. of the occult kind of things that are super scary uh it's understood listen i am by and large and by the end of this episode i feel like Everybody listening should get the gist of do not take things from anywhere. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I'll preface it by saying that when I was doing the research on this, I literally just typed in haunted artifacts to Google, and eBay listings came up. Literally. Like, just stop. Just stop it. I would have <laughs> to admit that probably half of those are fake. That oh, at least, I wouldn't doubt it. Right. Uh, that said, don't take things from places. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're getting into. Yeah. And... Yeah. I'm not. I'm not against having them for people that know what they're doing. I understand um, that. But generally, that's because you're taking them away from somebody who got themselves into trouble. Like, look, exactly. Like the Newkirks probably would not take that out of the Catskills to begin with. Exactly. No, no. But if these guys are having problems, then they're going to take it because and let's yeah, be honest, resolution. Our home is our safe space. That's where yeah. we go to just unwind from the day. We like to keep that safer. Not only us, but our families, our children. Exactly. We like to keep so, that safe. Like even even here in this house. Stop. <laughs> my my house is cleansed regularly. Yeah. Um, we there are no, you know, Ouija boards, Ouija boards, dowsing rods. I know I couldn't talk there for Weijing. a minute. Weijing. There are Ouija boards. Weijing the juice. That's right. We we wheezing the juice, man. Uh, <laughs> none of that is here. We, we don't do any of that here because this this is our home. This is our safe space. My son is here. My dogs are here. I, I sleep here. Like, we don't. And I can attest to that because I've been here many a times and Teresa wanted to do an EVP and Alex just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, no. Uh, it, yeah, that was the premise of my story. Like, don't take things from the woods that you don't know what it is. Interesting. And, and I know we haven't even gotten into our stories yet, but interesting yeah. side note on that, there's actually a lot of people who take shit, like say they go to, you know, Yellowstone, or they go to the Catskills, mm-hmm. or they go anywhere, anywhere. Even and stupid small things that yeah. you wouldn't under, you yeah. wouldn't expect, like stones. Rocks yeah. or river stone. You took the wrong one. Yeah. Uh, quite literally. And, and over each year, I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of bags of dirt, sand, rocks pine cones, pine needles, you name it, are put in packages and mailed back to these places with apology letters saying, I am so fucking sorry that I took this yeah. off the property. Please, please, for the love of God, take it back. Yeah. So let this be a warning. Then Don't fucking take shit. I have a theory about that. We can get into that afterwards. Sure. But let's get into your guys' story. I'll write down my theory. So, Ari, right. you want to go? Yeah. Uh, I will take this uh, from here. Um, and it's funny, again, so this week's topic was my topic, the haunted objects, and when I spat it out, when I said the words, I already had my haunted object in mind, um, 
this haunted object I learned about about 20 years ago mm-hmm. when we lived in Knoxville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked up a book from the library. Well, I picked up a couple of books from the library. But uh, one of them was The Granny Curse and Other Ghosts and Legends from East Tennessee. Uh, it is by Randy Russell and Janet Barrett. Um, and I remember reading a story in there that I thought was interesting. It is the Vampire Chair of Tennessee. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so, anybody from the hills can tell you the most important, important piece of furniture in their house is always just that handmade chair that just sits on the front porch. This is right? the most comfortable. You spend most of your time in it with your coffee in the morning and the evening. Oh my God, yes. Oh, poor sitting. I do it all the time. That's a thing. So, uh, that said, in the 1930s, uh, there was a chairmaker, uh, Ed Ebb, E-B-B, Ebb, Bowman, uh, and Noah McCarter from Sevierville. Um, Which was like 20 minutes from us. It literally was. Uh, anyway, so they made porch chairs. Uh, the woven chairs and whatnot, but there's... They had special ways to do the joints so that they wouldn't come apart. Uh, yeah. yeah. So what they would do is they would use a uh, what kind? Of, it was a. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I heard you uh, say it was once. a well-dried hickory nut, right? Mm-hmm. And they put it in wet maple so that when the maple expanded, it's, it would it would uh, seal itself, it would lock itself. Uh, anyway, so. One particular chair, um, actually two chairs, if I'm being honest, uh, that they sold, went to a woman in uh, East Tennessee um, through normal trade. Uh, the chairs went to, it doesn't say her name, but uh, she lived in a cabin above the Hawassi River in uh, Charleston, Tennessee. Um she was what the locals referred to as nobody's sweet old lady. Uh, <laughs> the woman herself was a self-proclaimed vampire. <laughs> All right. Um, that said, there's no record of any of her exploits, uh, nor her reasons, nor the reasons that her neighbors had for killing her. Uh, all that is known is how she died and where she was buried. Um, so in 1917. Uh, there was a crew that was widening an upper road on a river bluff just outside Charleston, not too far from Ostanula Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, and they unearthed the body of an adult woman who had been buried there long before um, in the middle of the road. Uh, the body, according to Frank Trewitt, was wholly petrified uh, by the level of minerals in the groundwater there. Uh, also petrified was the wooden stake that had been driven through the woman's heart prior to her body being buried in the road. Hmm. Now, old time legend says that A, I should preface this by saying that she was buried face down under the road. Mm -hmm. So old time legend, two of them, A, say that if you bury a vampire face down, then they, if they go to climb out of their grave, they climb down instead of up. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And B, they generally, with witches and vampires and anybody of the dark nature, would bury them under roads because the constant compaction made it harder for them to get out. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 
Now that said, so after the woman was found, and after they went through and they found her cabin, uh, they found these two chairs. Um, I should also say that it was one of the chair legs that was the stake that was Mm. through her heart. So, nevertheless, they repaired these two chairs. And since then, they have danced apparently all around East Tennessee. They have uh, been everywhere from, let's see here. I've been everywhere, man. Right, I was kind of thinking that too. Uh, It has been in antique stores. Uh, They have been in uh, a bed and breakfast in Gatlinburg. Uh, they were at the college campus in Tusculum, and at some point they ended up at a garage sale in Kingsport, and the current whereabouts are unknown. Now, <laughs> the interesting that. part about this chair uh, that was first brought up at the bed and breakfast in Gatlinburg was that apparently, if you sit in this chair, um, at first it's comfortable enough, uh, and then it refuses to let you go until one is scratched on the arm or the leg and drips blood into the chair. Hmm. And then it lets you go. Listen, it's folklore, it's funny. It's a woman <laughs> you in can the call it. You can call it hooey. Hey, yeah, I mean, it might be a safe place to sit mm-hmm. for them. Not necessarily, because... No, it's not going to do not... it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, granny curses. Right. It's... An old vampire it's the timeout chair. It's the timeout chair. <laughs> Sit your kids in it when they misbehave. That's insanity. An old vampire lady, herself proclaimed vampire lady, gets stabbed to death with the leg of her own chair and buried in traditional vampire tradition. Tradition. Yeah, it's a lot of tradition. Anyway. The irony is that they remove it and then fix the chair with it. Oh, I don't okay. know that I would have done that. I mean... Well, I mean, that's it how was, you make haunted things. It was driven through a, a body. <laughs> that's <laughs> literally the, the formula for it. <laughs> Just seems... uh, but yeah, apparently this chair, this chair was considered so cursed that uh, they were actually afraid to dismantle it afterwards. I mean, I get it because like, what happens right. if like something shitty happens to you because you like desecrated this chair? Uh, I mean, how many times? I mean, we've personally not known like as in friends, but known archaeologists and of people that oh, are yeah. in that kind of work. And they constantly have shit. Horrible, yeah. horrible, <laughs> horrible luck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my buddy Vic, his stepdad had stuff from yeah. being an archaeologist and gave him stuff all the time. Uh, Vic had a witch through his house and was like, get rid of that, get rid of that, get rid of that. <laughs> no. And then shit will go away. And you know what? He, he did. <laughs> and you know what? I mean, that's, that's impressive, though. That's impressive that these things can hold power like that. I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, you know. I mean, even in the recorders that we use for ghost hunting. You're not wrong. Listen, I have an Olympus recorder. <laughs> it's tough to delete something off there, and all of a sudden, all my stuff is gone. Well, so you know, I can't tell you how many times things have vanished. Uh, it right. has happened so many times to yeah. us as well. I yeah. had a whole trip to Waverly Hills where I don't know where any of it is anymore. Well, I can yeah. pretty much guarantee you that somebody knows where those high eights are at. High eights, yes, just while we're on this subject. High eights, we are that old. Anyway. Oh, I was wondering where you're Listen, going. I, <laughs> st- 
still have access to a camcorder that uses a VCR tape. Not I even know, is it wonderful? So I'm that old. VCR. Is it but, uh, no, it, it, it goes back to the credence that, you know, because these things, even the chair is made of wood. Mm-hmm. It was probably taken from a tree or something like that. There a is life thing, within natural that. Element. Absolutely. There's a little bit, it goes back to my original premise of energy within the body. Something could attach to it. A tree is a living thing. Oh, yes. It has energy. What if it just latched onto that? And the thing Especially by stabbing a vampire or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. Well, the thing with that is wood in general. Yeah. Wood is a conductor. Therefore, trees, A, is a conductor, but B, it absorbs. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this is, yeah, that's oh. interesting, though. A vampire chair. Yeah. I feel like that should be worked into Skyrim. Right? Maybe. <laughs> Sorry. Or the dunster timeout chair. I still like that idea. I mean, yeah. That's actually a really good idea, though. Yeah. Let me learn you a lesson. I ain't even got to get a switch. (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) I might take that. (laughs) That switch hurt. (laughs) Dude, Sweeney Todd's barber chair would have been very well fed. Yeah. So, either way, that's my story. I dig it. I dig it also. I dig it also. What's really interesting is I actually went with a chair also. Mine is a singular chair. It Can't does tell not you have guys are married. <laughs> yeah, like you couldn't even. It was we didn't even discuss it prior. It just sort of happened. But so um, North Yorkshire, Yorkshire, in the 1600s. Okay, that's where my story starts. There is a petty, uh, drunkard, thief, all-around thug, uh, goes by the name of Thomas Busby. Uh, he lives in a small town near San Hutton. Uh, anybody from that area, you're probably very familiar with this because it's pretty fucking famous in that area. Yeah. Uh, mind you, we're in the UK at this point, Yorkshire. Yeah. Okay, uh, so somehow, somehow, during the course of his life, he managed to become the proprietor of a tavern. And he owned this tavern literally the whole of his existence. And even though his existence was cut a little short. Anyway, he owns the tavern. In this tavern, he has his most prized possession. It is his wooden sitting chair that he likes to sit in late in the evening and have way too many beers and just get himself nice and trashed. What else do you do when you own a tavern? Exactly. Make so, money. <laughs> and drink beer at the same time. Exactly. This, this, this all was going fine and dandy and he was doing his thing, making his money off of being a petty criminal and a all-around pile of crap, really, uh, is, is the bottom line here. And he managed to catch the eye of this very pretty little girl named Elizabeth who lived about three miles away uh, on a farmhouse in Leeds with her father, whose name was Daniel Aweddy. Aweddy? Aweddy. Aweddy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, interestingly enough, it seems that Elizabeth probably fell in love with him because it's very much like her own father, who was also a... Uh, Totally crazy thief, thug, douchebag, not great stand-up American, Englishman, whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, once they got married, Thomas and the father Daniel, they became friends, they became business partners. Turns out that uh, Donetti Hall, which is the actual Daniel's farm in Leeds, um, was a sanctuary for all the illegal activity that was was going on. He was using it to like store stolen goods and oh, things oh, okay. like that. So, so yeah, they were they were yeah you know so they were like yay kindred spirits basically. 
How cool that he just, you know, married his best yeah. friend's daughter, you know. Anyway, so, yeah, they were, they were definitely cut from the same cloth. Anyway, time passes by. Things are not so incredibly peaceful. Thomas and Daniel are both very gruff men. So they're constantly getting into arguments and fights regarding money and who wants to do what and what heists they're going to do and how much they're going to sell shit for and who owns what and who does this and who does that. Well, one night during a scuffle, fueled by copious amounts of liquor, um, Daniel decides to take it upon himself and sit in Thomas's prized chair. How dare you. Yes. Well, apparently this got him all kinds of triggered. Uh, he was feeling some kind of way, and he decided that he was going to, after the night ended, follow Daniel back home to his farm and brutally murder the shit out of him and hide his body in the woods. Well, hmm. this Seems didn't reasonable. last... Right, right, <laughs> because you sat in my chair, you bastard. Uh, <laughs> like, that's, that's something. So, this goes on for, I believe they said two days, where people are like, huh... Where's where is he? Where's Daniel? Where's Oletti? Like where this prominent guy? We know who he is. Lots of people know him. Where's he at? So they start looking around. Well, they stumble upon his body out there in the woods, and pretty damn immediately, Thomas is arrested and tried, and found guilty of the murder. Yeah. So exactly. So uh, they sentenced him to death, and. Normal routine, they actually brought the gallows right into the front of his inn. Uh, and it was uh, during, actually, the summer of 1702. Um, they dipped him in tar and then hung him. It preserves the body so they could leave him hanging there as a, wow. as a sort of, like, like hey, don't, don't get into trouble, this is what happens. So, yep, they preserved... That's petty bullshit. <laughs> yes, they preserved his body by dipping him in tar and then hung him from the gallows and displayed him still hanging right outside of his own little inn. Um, prior to his hanging, Thomas was allowed to make a last request. Yeah. As is customary in most all death sentences. Right. So, they granted his wish. His wish was to go to his bar, get a pint of ale in his hand, sit in his favorite chair... And drink one last ale before off to the gallows. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, that's all he wanted. So well, like, why not get... <laughs> yeah, so they're like, okay, cool. So they do this. And then when it's, you know, time for him to go and, and get strapped up, they, you know, hey man, let's go. And they're dragging him out of the, bu- the bar. And he shouts out, may death come to anyone who sits in my chair. <laughs> so the pub remained open. Uh, it was bought by someone else uh, many, many decades later. We're talking clear out in 1972. During all this time, uh, the chair remained right there where Empty. it was. <laughs> exactly. Well, obviously, it's not going to stay empty because people are like, Woo, a curse. Let's, you know, test our shit. Drunk. So there was this man. This was the very first time that they realized there was a huge problem. Uh, this wasn't in the 1900s. This was quite a bit earlier. There was a man and his best friend. They were hanging out at that bar. They were drinking. They were playing pool. 
just chilling, doing their thing. Both of them got extraordinarily intoxicated. And for whatever reason, when it was time to go, the one supposedly went on home and the other one passed out in the road. And that's where he slept that night. Hmm. Okay. Um, so it wasn't until... And they sat in the chair? Oh, yeah. They both took okay. turns sitting okay. in the chair, drunk as a skunk. Okay. Uh, sort of sort of pushing and daring each other. So, yeah. And then... Um, so the next day, they, the man who decided to sleep in the road because he passed out drunk, mm-hmm. they found him hanging from a tree right next to the gallows, where the, where the gallows were at. Oh, wow. That Thomas was hung from, right in front of the inn. Huh. They have absolutely no idea how he gets there. They never found a suspect. It was not until the friend who had gone home that night no. was on his deathbed that he admitted that a crazy fucking anger overtook him when they were near the chair and he was his friend was History sitting in the chair. repeated itself. Exactly. Yeah. So he robbed his friend, he murdered him, and he hung him from the tree. Hmm. And so, yeah, this was like 30 years after the deed, by the by. Now I feel bad for yelling at Matt that one day when he sat in my chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, another interesting story is during the 1960s, there were two airmen... Uh, part of you know the queens, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they were also taking turns sitting in the chair, um, just sort of jabbing at each other and all. You know, do you got the balls to sit in the chair? Blah blah blah. So that they were they were doing so. So they uh, they're leaving the pub, and they hop in their car, and they start off and they're driving down the street. It's said that they weren't actually all that intoxicated because they were on duty. They couldn't get, like, super yeah. shit-faced. Mostly they were just playing pool and hanging out. I find that to be questionable. Agreed, agreed. <laughs> Hard tell. Right, right, pure right. speculation is questionable. Yeah. They are heading down the road. Not just um, around a lot of military men. <laughs> exactly. Nobody's absolutely certain what happens, but the car slams head on into a tree and both of the men die en route to the hospital. Mm. Um, Don't sit in that man's chair, man. And this was actually just one of over two dozen vehicle-related deaths that happened directly after someone was sitting in that chair. Um, two, two days. You'd think people would stop after, like, three. You know, first one's on me, second one might be a coincidence, third um, one, that's eh, a pretty fucking bad idea. Right, right. Two date, two date, and mind you, they can't do it anymore, but two date... Uh, okay, one man One man was making repairs on the roof of his home the morning after he was sitting in the chair. Uh, he fell through the roof and he died. <laughs> a woman who was visiting... That just with makes him a bad roofer. That's <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> he fell through the roof and not off it. Like <laughs> A woman who was visiting with her friends the night prior uh, was sitting in the pub in that chair. Two days later, at a very routine doctor's visit... Um, a perfectly healthy woman decided she had a brain tumor and she was dead within a week. Hmm. Uh, another man... Of power. <laughs> another man in 1972 uh, who was a relatively young, healthy man suffered a fatal heart attack while sitting in the chair. You don't mess with the Baba Yaga. <laughs> um, to date, over 60 deaths have been directly attributed to this chair. And they never thought once to take the chair away. So here we go. <laughs> I was going to say, by, like, number 50, like, right. if I'm the family, I'm suing. I'm yeah. like, you still let people sit there? <laughs> like, why is it still What's up, up bro? Uh, I guess it's a At least enclose it in glass. <laughs> so, from, for, for now, now, uh, due to all of this, and of course, you know, 
overwhelming fear of this chair and its insane deadly curse, it now resides in the Thirsk Museum, which is also in North Yorkshire, England, and it hangs from the ceiling. Okay, I'll so <laughs> that, have it sitting there. So that no one can ever, ever sit in it again. Until somebody gets drunk, but like, hey, let's take that chair down. Yeah, let's take that chair down and have it sit down. <coughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, over 60 deaths have been directly linked That's to this chair. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've heard a lot of deaths related to, like, haunted objects and stuff, but not that much. Yeah, this this chair might have the, the biggest body count. Yeah, because normally it's, like, lame-related. Exactly. <laughs> I, I thought the same thing, yeah. Uh, normally it's, like, lame-related is the reason, like, it's a cursed land or something like that, but never an object with that high of a body count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, girl, you got a body count like a chair. Right, right. Right? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but no, there's a common theme among all these stories that we shared today, if you were done. Yes, please go. What, um, yes, common themes. I like themes. Now I'm going to feel bad because we just made a joke about Bonnie Cow. Wood. Wood. They're wood. all wooden. Wood. Yes. yes. And these listen, two guys, are obviously before wood. you start atting us, we know there's other haunted shit besides wood and shit, right? But I'm just talking about the three stories that we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, it's, and we, you've already touched on it, what is the conductor and absorber, it's a whole bunch of these different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because mine was, they said it looked like it was carved out of a tree. Well, the so, vast majority of haunted objects are actually made out of some sort of a natural material. Yeah. Like, you very rarely find, like, a plastic, you know, haunted well, I mean, object. Well, let's be honest. Annabelle doll. Ah, uh, true, true. But was she not porcelain? I think the original one was porcelain. Maybe. You could be correct about that. Because that was on there, but I feel like or, it was done No, so like, that might have just been the movie cover. Yeah. I don't know. No, I really actually thought she was no, porcelain. No, I thought she was, like, a Raggedy Andy type doll. Yeah. Is she? Yeah. Oh. Well, I guess we should have done Annabelle. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, we've already touched on uh, this too much. Yeah. That's that's a movie and a low hanging fruit. Exactly. Like, exactly. Um, but yeah. Well, I mean, let's face the facts also that like wood is easy to get a hold of. It's easy to carve into the shape you want. It's easy to do like True yeah. lots of furniture is made of wood. Easily pliable. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, interesting <laughs> shit. Isn't but it? again, it goes back to the story because we've all. I'm sure our listeners know that they've also probably walked through the woods and they've seen like little statues here and there and they've uh, seen like, yeah. don't disturb them. Just leave them there. Please leave it alone. It, 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 it's, it's, it's not even, because it, it, it could be a cursed object. You just never know what someone else is up to. Let alone the fact, what if somebody made something, you know, that is that is nice, that is meant as, you know, sort of an offering to yeah. um, the the spirits of the, of the forest or nature in general and what, you're going to go steal it? Like, right. What the hell? right. That's shitty. Uh, there was actually another story that I read um, about a skull. A skull? Uh, yeah, it was... I don't know if that still counts as like the haunted object. Thing. Well, I mean, it's, it was. If, if because it's part it was of your human, body, though. It wasn't a human skull. It was a, um, a I believe, a monkey skull. Well, right. I mean, but it was still well, living at some point. Even it if it's also human, though, it's still an object. had like metal things for it. It was used in ritual sacrifices. Oh. That's awful. The story, as it goes, I should have done this one because it's also really cool. The story, as it goes, is they, the grandfather that had it, I can't remember the name, fed it wine every day to appease it because it was a human sacrifice. So I guess they drank out of it. What the shit? So they, he offered it wine just to appease it because he didn't want to feel uncomfortable. 
Every day when he did that, the wine would disappear. When the grandpa died, the grandson took it over and didn't do that and died. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Like, said he, he had the thing around it, like he was feeling uneasy, paranoia, all that other stuff, and then they just found him dead. I feel like we kind of touched on that on that idea a little bit when we did uh, our, our Fey hauntings. Yeah. About how, like, look guys, um, unless you're the one that did it or you're the one directly affected by it, like, don't start that kind of tradition. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't... <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was just weird in general. Uh, unless you are fully willing to let the next person in line know, you know? <laughs> yeah, and come back to the question I was going to ask earlier when you were talking about the people that take something from the woods and then all of a sudden they send it back saying, sorry, here, you can have it back. Right? Is that actually something else? Or is it nature itself? Good call. Is it nature being like, hey, well, some return of the, it? Some of the stories <laughs> seem to be related to areas where there were... Um, you know, indigenous people settlements in those areas. Yeah, there's so many variables to that. Right, kind right. Kind of said like you know, you know this this mm. is ours, and you know of course over the years we have, as as settlers and people who have come here to this country from others, obviously, um, they treated indigenous people like absolute shit, and they stole everything from them. Well, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about nature itself, because of the old theory of the the earth is a living being and we are the parasites. Agreed. I'm going to give it a strong both. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. I'm getting at, is that, that, you know, there have been many, many times when you hear stories about uh, land and spaces in general being no. cursed by indigenous persons saying, you know, stop fucking stealing from us. Yeah. So, you know, you go and you take off of something that belongs to that land and... Good, you want this six acres? Shit's not going to grow here anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think the moral of the story that we've kind of all derived is like when you're out somewhere and you see something and it's giving off bad juju vibes. Don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we all got told that as we were kids. Or do and doing. deal with the consequences. That's yeah. up to you. Right. If you're stupid, please do. We need to thin the herd. But exactly, Darwinism at um, its finest. Uh, <coughs> Sorry about He's that. He's got guys. the cough this week. Somebody always has it. Um, I, I had it. I had two yeah. nights ago at the investigation. You know what? We literally almost got out, out of this episode without a cough. No, I was coughing earlier. Oh, I didn't notice. I forgot. No. Yeah, I know. But uh, no, just leave things where they lie. Don't touch it. Don't take it. Please, especially if it's a wooden statue with metal coming out of it with, like just you know, let it go nails <laughs> Listen, what I'll say is it it's everything about the paranormal okay and we all know mm-hmm. those people that are like kind of overindulgent in it and yeah. don't know what they're doing yeah. and they're like hey this is cool or those people that you wanna? I can't think of a nice way to put it, so I'm gonna call them wannabe witches. Yeah. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. I know what I'm doing. No, you're messing with shit that you don't know what you're doing. Yes. Yep. Please leave things alone. Um, you know, no touchy. Again, <laughs> uh, I yelled at my wife for wanting to do an EVP session on my porch. This is my house; it stays out. Like, yeah, and, yeah. And you know, to be fair, I I did in fact understand that when you said it. I guess, um, you know, over the course of our lives, we have not been the most careful with things like that like i've that's why we're saying this <laughs> exactly i we we are learning from our own experiences and we over the years have learned that bringing these things into your home or entertaining these things in your home causes problems 
And, you know, when your kid's having night terrors or your dog is barking at absolute nothing, uh, something is wrong and you need to, you, you just don't. Just fucking don't invite that stuff into your house. Well, I mean, it all goes back to appellation theory, right? <laughs> if no, you, you think you thought, no, you didn't. Think you heard it? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. That's and right. I can attest that that's an actual real thing because I was down there for a little bit and I said, "Hey, did you?" No, no, you didn't. Yeah, I didn't even get the sentence out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just yeah. Please just don't. Yeah, and again, it all really just comes back to just leaving stuff alone. Like it, it comes back to what you were saying about you know you keep talking about it. Yeah, it might it would be curious and come to you. Yeah. yeah, how many times do you yell for the neighbor's dog before it comes into your yard? Right. No, I'm thinking not. Not it sent me down a rabbit hole. I've never had a neighbor with a dog. That's huh. Interesting. Fair. And it, well, it was just a. <laughs> yeah. No, I get. I, I get what you're meaning though. Like, it will listen at some point in time, and it you careful what you ask for because you most might get it. Exactly. So, and you know what? Eventually, you're gonna rid of that thing that you just can't get rid of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, a lot of it too comes down to respect. Respect the earth. Respect items. Respect other people's property. Respect other people's beliefs. Even respect if you, the dead. Yes, please. Even if you do not necessarily believe in it, have a little bit of respect for the fact that somebody else did. Uh, mind your own. Live and let live. Yeah. And don't mess with the Baba Yaga. Yeah, just leave her alone. It's not a good idea. Yeah, because I can attest that about respecting the dead because I've seen people been out ghost hunting. I've seen people not do it and something happened. Uh, so yeah yeah so like so, yeah. the time when we were at indigo lake and we had a friend introduce himself to yes. the spirits yeah and he said something that was inaccurate yes and mildly. he got yeah mild <laughs> mildly you're right and he got the shit knocked out of him he literally got punched in the chest so hard that he like had to like catch his breath and he almost fell down yeah um by nothing by nothing well i mean it wasn't nothing obviously but yeah don't don't do that. Yeah. So that's the general consensus of everybody here, I believe. Just leave it alone. Don't touch it. If it looks weird and you get a weird vibe from it, just don't. Just let it be. Just let it go. And same for anybody anywhere. If yep. you get a weird vibe from something, don't don't do it. Just leave it alone. If it looks like a voodoo doll, <laughs> it's probably not for you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and if it so happens that you run across the, uh, an item that gives you some sort of issue, looks like a Yaga. Probably is the it probably <laughs> is. Then uh, your best bet, honestly, is to contact someone who is actually professional and takes care of these things. If you want to contact museums, people like yes, uh, yes, the, yes, exactly. Newkirk, the Newkirks, yes. People like the Newkirks. You can easily find them with a Google search. You reach out to these people, and they are really, really decent people. They will help you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, help sure. is out there. Yes. Uh, but. I believe that brings us into discussion time because we are coming up on that time. So, I mean, I feel like it has been discussion time. No, the end of discussion time. Oh, right. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. Uh, I was like, we're just starting discussions? I thought that's what we were... No, the end of discussion time. So, yeah. So, so that we're doing the New York State next week. New York State. Um, I'm opening it up. Any spooky stories, artifacts, land... So no restrictions. Uh, no just restrictions. Based just in New York. Based yeah. in New York. Uh, and, and I think that should be a good preface, unless you guys, I'm opening us up to the interactive part. Uh, first of all, where do you guys want us to go next? What state do you want us to look into next? If you guys want to join in with this. Um, and also... Over the next if, couple of days, 
also send us your stories about New York if there's something specific yes. you want to hear about. Yeah, if if we mention a state that you listeners are in, let us know of any certain story you want us to look up and talk about on there. Or, mm-hmm. better yet, contact us. We may let you join the podcast if that's the thing. Right? Have call in and do it. Right? You can call uh, in and tell us your story. That'd be yes. fun. Fuck it. I'll try anything once. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. I would um, absolutely love so that. So you know what? So after we do New York... Uh, I think because it's so hard to get a poll on something like Facebook with like 50 yeah. options on it, yeah. uh, this is how I'll do it. So after New York, uh, let's go down the list because my podcast, Podbean, will detail for oh, okay. me what states okay. listen to us the most. So we'll just go down it in order. Like, oh. Got you. So you guys listen away. Get your friends to listen away. Yep. And if you want to hear your state... We're just going to go ahead and do the states in order, and then after yeah. that, we'll go random. Yeah, that I sounds good. I love that. Maybe we'll just end up going alphabetical with the ones that are left or something. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like Ohio is going to be next. but Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Ohio. But we got places in Ohio. So. Right. We do. Yeah, we, we do. can we can range with that one. So, I believe that is the end of our podcast today, Indeed. correct? Indeed. And, yes, everybody, thank you so very much for listening to us. All of your support means the world. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at No Lights Paranormal. Uh, you can find us at nolightsparanormal at gmail.com, nolightspara at Twitter. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, thank you, Madison. Yes, Good folks you, of the internet, we love you. And don't fuck with the Baba Yaga. That's right. That is not going to be your catchphrase. I'm not going to allow it. Good night, guys. Good night.